the quiet village of Nazareth in Galilee, a young woman, Mary, was celebrating her recent good news. She had just become engaged to Joseph, a local carpenter. Though she didn't know Joseph well, Mary was eager to begin a life with him. For as long as she could remember, she had been by her mother's side learning how to be a wife, how to cook, how to distinguish which wild herbs, flowers, and fungi were safe to eat, how to keep a small garden thriving, and how to keep a home. Most of all, Mary loved listening to and learning the stories her mother would tell, especially the ones about her ancestors, Jacob, Judah, Ruth, and King David. Each story pointed to the hope of a Messiah to come and save his people. She knew every story by heart. Now that her father had secured her an engagement, Mary's eyes were on the future, on building her home, on passing on the stories to her own children, on growing old as Joseph's wife. Though life was not easy, Mary was happy and eagerly anticipating a new journey. Early one morning, as Mary went about her daily chores, an angel appeared before her. His name was Gabriel, and he greeted Mary warmly, saying, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Mary was flabbergasted, confused, and scared. She wondered, what did this mean? What was happening? Gabriel shared some astonishing news. He told Mary she had found favor with God and that she would conceive a son, and when he was born, he would be named Jesus. He would be great and the Son of the Most High God. He would rule over Israel forever. Mary, stunned, processed the information slowly. So many emotions were running through her heart. She realized the angel was talking about the Messiah, her favorite stories foretold. Hope filled her heart until her mind caught up. She was a virgin. How was this going to happen? Gabriel patiently heard her concern and gave a shocking answer. Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The baby would be born holy and would be the Son of God. Gabriel then told Mary that her relative, Elizabeth, was pregnant in her old age and would also have a son. Mary, without hesitation, humbly accepted the angel's news, saying, I am the Lord's servant. The rest of the day was a blur for Mary. Thoughts would form, but not fully. Her chores got done absent-mindedly, as Mary pondered what had just happened. Mary knew she needed to see Elizabeth, so she made the journey to the hills of Judea where Elizabeth and Zechariah lived. When Mary saw Elizabeth's stomach, large with child, her heart began to pound. It was really happening. Elizabeth, filled with so much wisdom, spoke words of praise and encouragement to Mary. God has blessed you above all women, and your child is blessed. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. Over the three months Mary spent with Elizabeth and Zechariah, Mary noticed every change her body began to go through and she worshipped God. But soon, it was time to return home. On the journey, she began to realize that her family, friends, and neighbors wouldn't believe her story. They would assume the worst. And what of poor Joseph and the life they were supposed to build together? 
Engagements couldn't be broken except by divorce, which would be humiliating for both her and Joseph. In her heart, Mary knew she was doing the Lord's work, but the reality of what she was sacrificing was becoming more and more evident. As she arrived home, people stared, people talked, and people insulted. Mary watched as her parents cried in despair. When Joseph heard, heartbroken, he decided to find a way to divorce her quietly. Mary, though downhearted, did not despair, knowing that sacrificing reputation, respect, and even marriage was worth the plan God had put in place. Shortly after Mary returned home, Joseph found her and told her that an angel had appeared to him in a dream and explained everything. Joseph, realizing the sacrifices Mary was making, obeyed God and made a sacrifice of his own. He married her immediately. As Mary's pregnancy neared its end, she and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem, sacrificing the comfort of her home for the unknown and unfamiliar Bethlehem, because that was where the Messiah was to be born. However, when they arrived, the town was packed. Every time Joseph stopped to find lodging, they were turned away. Eventually, when Mary had almost given up hope, an innkeeper took pity on them and allowed them to stay in the place he kept his animals. It wasn't where she wanted to be, but they were safe. Then the pain started. It wasn't how Mary pictured giving birth. She wanted to be surrounded by her mother, relatives, and midwives who had experienced childbirth before and knew what to do, confidently walking her through each step. But soon, Jesus was born into Joseph's arms, and as Mary looked into his sweet, tiny face, she knew her life wouldn't look like she had always imagined. She had sacrificed the expected path to raise the long-awaited Savior who would sacrifice everything. Nine months earlier, Mary's heart had celebrated what she thought her life would be. Now, looking at Jesus' sleeping face, Mary's heart was surrendered to the sacrifice made and to be made for the salvation of the world. The sacrifice, once invisible, had now become visible.